Hello and welcome to the podcast. You're listening to Be Uncluttered. I'm Tara Tuttle and with me is Rebecca Mazzino and together we're going to help you on your journey to a life free of clutter. Hi and welcome to this week's episode. This week we are continuing on with the digital declutter theme and we are talking about decluttering our phones. Our phones are our little these little appendages that barely leave our <laughs> our site. Um, we use them all the time and we use them for lots of different things. And as is with most things in life, uh, the more you use it, the more complex it can become. So um, we're going to talk a little bit today about how to, you know, make sure that it's not too cluttered on your phone. Yeah. Um, I found an article by uh, a Guardian writer called Adrienne Matai and she said she spends an average of two hours and 20 minutes a day on her phone uh, according to the screen time function but and she felt okay with that and then she started doing the calculations and realized that that amounted to her spending 35 days a year or over five years of her remaining life on her phone and so once she kind of extrapolated it out she was horrified and decided to to change it so I'll put a link to that that article in our show notes but that two hours and 20 minutes is actually less than the average amount of time the the average daily phone use for most people is about three hours and 15 minutes and that is just Mm. phones so that doesn't include the hours that we spend on laptops computers watching Netflix that is just phones and that's pretty extraordinary pretty high so So it's definitely more than that 35 days a year for for most people on average yeah that's oh it's crazy so I guess the the point of this episode today is we want to see if we can be more productive with that time so um try and eliminate some of that incidental time when you find yourself looking at your phone either not being able to find what you're after or scrolling through things, trying to look for whatever it was that you went on there to find. Um, you know, I have this all the time where someone sent me a picture of something or an article or, you know, whatever, and I think, oh, who sent that? And I'll scroll through and, like, I'm looking and I'm, I'm like, what? I'm just wasting my life trying to find mm-hmm. something on my phone. Uh, and that's not to mention all the distractions you get as well when you go on there to go to your banking app and check your balance mm. and then you see that you've got a notification on Facebook and then you check that and then 10 minutes that's later you my, come up for air. Yeah. <laughs> that's my biggest issue is that I'll go to my phone to check the weather and then half an hour later I haven't checked the weather and I've answered some work emails, I've messaged some friends, but I haven't done what I actually went to my phone for in the first place. And that's probably the biggest problem with me. I don't have any f- much trouble navigating around my phone. Uh, I've got that down pat, <laughs> but I waste so much time on it, not being, mm. not doing what it is that I went to the phone to do or not actually needing to be on the phone in the first place. Mm. Well, hopefully we can help anyone that resonate this resonates with or that you can relate to <laughs> some mm-hmm. of our issues and help you try and declutter some of the things on our on our phone. So let's start with apps, which is kind of probably the easiest or most obvious place to start. Mm-hmm. And have a look at them and just honestly ask yourself if there are ones on there that you don't use. And I know because when I was <laughs> writing these notes, I was like, oh, I better do that. And have a look. And there was, there's a couple of games on there that 
at some point when we were going somewhere and obviously the kids didn't have their devices with them or whatever and were bored I have a feeling one of them was at the dentist when I took a kid to the dentist with me and they had to sit there quietly so while we're in the waiting room I was like here download this you know coloring in game or whatever Mm. and they sat while I had my dentist appointment and played on my phone and they've never used it since and I just haven't but it sat there on the screen and I think there's so many things like that that we just put on there or someone recommends an app we download an app for something you never use it um Mm. but you kind of don't ever take the time to go back and clean it out. Or it doesn't work properly, but you mm. don't like delete, you stop using it because it doesn't quite work properly. There is a setting in, in on iPhones where to save space, it removes an app from your phone, m- mostly removes it, not entirely removes it, but mostly removes it from your phone if you haven't used it in a, for a certain amount of time. So mm. I have that and if I look at my phone screen I can see which ones uh, have been removed because the icon is still there but it's got the little cloud download uh, icon next to the name of the app mm-hmm. so um but occasionally I'll go to open an app and it'll say reinstalling and I'm like oh man and that's a bit annoying but for the most part it's it's quite handy because it does save a bit of space on my phone um, because it does get rid of things and it also really quickly highlights to me which ones I haven't used for a while so if I want to delete them mm. permanently I can do that because I can actually see on the screen like I'm just looking now and one two three four five six seven there's seven just on my second screen that I haven't used in so long that um, my phone has wanted to delete them. Yeah, right. So I, I could delete them permanently now, but looking at them, I look at them, I go, no, I actually do use those every, you know, three months or so. So, you know, I'll leave them there um, on the screen at least so I don't have to go into the app store um, to find it. But it is actually not taking up as much space on my phone as what it it would. Yeah, right. Uh, and I think as well um, a lot of people have their phones that might sync with their um, tablets or mm. other people's phones in the houses if you've got, you know, family syncing and stuff like that. So I know, you know, sometimes um, I'll download an app and my daughter will be like, why do I have the <laughs> Defence Health app on my iPad? <laughs> like, yep, you can delete that. Um, so I think, you know, there's those kind of things that can happen as well. If there are other people that has the same account as you, that their apps pop up. And if you've got that many screens of apps, you don't know, you just keep having all these apps appear. So yeah. worth taking the time to to get rid of them. Yep. Um, one thing I did uh, just recently actually was I moved my most frequently used apps to my home screen. And it sounds really basic, but I had... I'm trying to think what it was. I think it was Instagram, like on my third page of apps. And I go into Instagram at least a handful of times every day. Mm. And I would like go on and then have to swipe right twice and then go to it. Now, I know you can swipe left once and it has your most used apps and it would Mm. probably be there as well. But I was just like, why? I, I know that this, I use this way more than whatever other apps were on that home screen. So I'm like, you know, like, um, you know, my Audible app or whatever for books, which I only ever use if I'm traveling. <laughs> so I'm like, right, that needs to go. That needs to mm-hmm. go there. And I move them around. So the ones that I'm in all the time are right there front and center. And then the further away they get, it kind of goes by usage, which seems like a really 
math thing to take your time to do. But I feel like I save myself, you know, one second every time I go on my yeah. phone. And, and if you're if you're sort of worrying about wasting time sitting on your phone rearranging your apps, if you're sitting on your phone rearranging your app, if you weren't rearranging your apps, you'd probably be sitting on Facebook or Instagram anyway. So it's not actually that you're wasting a great deal of time. You just re mm-hmm. you're reallocating your time um, to to doing that. I um I use the swipe left quite a lot because. <laughs> And this is just my stupid brain, but I decided to try and limit my time wasting on my phone by following the advice of someone and putting all of my time wasting apps in a folder called regret on the very last You've page. told us this before, I, I think. Know. And it's like... <laughs> <laughs> and it's still there. I'm so pathetic. It's still there. And so, like, I've got to swipe like seven times to get to this particular folder, right? And yet, I immediately, like, within a half an hour of in in what, instituting that rule, I discovered the swipe left and the search function was a whole lot faster. <laughs> so I still use my time wasting apps. So I've gone to the I've gone to the extreme of deleting Facebook from my phone. Because that was one of my time wasters and one of my zombie, oh. what I call my zombie apps. So the things that I sort of zombify on while I'm watching TV or something and I don't want to do that anymore. So I deleted it from my phone altogether, which is really annoying when I want to like post a photo. But for the most part, I can use Facebook on my computer. Um, so that's not a big mm-hmm. deal. But yeah, I so I still, yeah, I still went, oh, well, I can just swipe left and type in F and then there's, there's Facebook right there where I want it instead of scrolling and then like being reminded by the regret folder (laughs) I think if there are if there are um apps that you use or or use infrequently or maybe they're ones that are part of the basic operating system so you can't actually delete them anyway for your phone um that there is something good in what you've just said which is the whole creating a folder because um you know the couple of games that are left on my phone if you know in desperate times with the kids they're in now in a mm. folder called games and like all my um admin ones like my invoicing for business and all of that are all in a folder called business so that mm. they're not because I use them occasionally but most of the time I'm on my laptop or my desktop so um they're there if I need them but they don't need to take up all that space so I've you know created little folders and popped them in um so that I'm not you know swiping so much and also said that it's a bit easier the things that are front and center are the ones I use all the time and the others are kind of more tucked away yeah another method of reducing the the time wasting thing I, I read is to make your home to to change it to like monochrome so that it's there's no colors so you can change your screen to black and white I don't know if it's in mm. all phones, but you can on your iPhone anyway. And so all of the apps aren't coloured uh, and apparently that makes a difference um, in your usage as well. Wow, I like that. I think mm. I would need to experiment with that. Yeah, I've considered it, but me. I just figured I would just find a workaround anyway knowing me. <laughs> I've kind of given up <laughs> trying to be tricky with myself. <laughs> so, um, uh, one thing I did for a while is I had some kind of motivational quote as my background, but with all my apps on, I couldn't read it. So then I created like 10 pages of apps and only had like three apps on each page so that uh, I yeah. could actually could see, see my background. 
That's what I yeah. need. I need it's, to change my background. I've got a picture of my kids on there at the moment. I need to change one, change it so that it just says get off your phone, Rebecca. <laughs> I don't need a motivational quote. I just need like a, a command. <laughs> get off your phone now. Uh, um, so the other thing I'd say with apps is try and group your similar ones together mm. on the same page. So if you've got, if you do lots of, um, you know, you take lots of photos and then put them together in collage apps and then post them to Instagram, put Instagram, uh, your camera, your photos and your collage um app all right next to each other so that it's not like right go to my collage app which photos do I have scan back to here this oh yep scan back this one to, to like just put them all together um mm-hmm. and the nice part is when you've got them together it'll stop you getting distracted because you won't scan past Facebook or Instagram or something else or the news or the weather when you're trying to put together mm. a collage of photos if they're all right next to each other um, I've got some groups for my apps. I'll just read through a couple of them just in case people want to use similar groups. But I've got uh, a finance one, so that's got my banking apps. I've got a photo and video one for the ones like you just described. I've got a health one, which I don't really use. I've got a utilities one, and the utilities is quite good because that's where you've you got things like like I have a measuring one there. I've got my wallet. I've got a calculator. I've got find my iPhone. I've got notes, um, a few different uh, ones on there. There's a contact cleaner. I downloaded a contact cleaner because I had masses of issues with duplicate contacts because of my CRMs. And so they're all in my utilities one. I've got a buying and selling one. Um, so I've got sort of um, Gumtree on there and a couple of other things. I've got a travel one. I've got an entertainment one. Uh, so those are the groups that I've got mostly and um, so a lot of the stuff will go into that and then there's my regret folder right at the back <laughs> with my social media in it. <laughs> Love it. Yeah, mine are pretty similar. Um, and then I just have one called Everything Else, <laughs> which has got like the calculator and maps and everything that I was like, you guys don't belong together, but you're all loners that have no friends. So if I'm like, where is that app? I go to everything else. Yeah, that's not my utilities one. Yeah, you don't you don't mm. really have any friends, so you can just go all together in this one. Yeah. So you mentioned something there about contacts. Um, I was searching. I wanted some amazing stat to give everyone on how many contacts the average person has in their phone but I couldn't find any. Um, Ah. But I did find a story in the Huffington Post and uh, about a mum who must have had her daughter's phone for some reason and went into the contacts and noticed that there were 623 contacts. Um, And this mum was also uh, like a college teacher. And so then she asked her class of 30 college students to take out their cell phones and write down the number of contacts they had. So she said there was a bit of variation, but the average for this class of 30 college students was 485 contacts in Mm. their phone. And those contacts included past girlfriends and boyfriends, people from primary schools, high schools, people... um, that or places that they frequented a lot like hairdressers taxis you know all Mm. those kind of common numbers and that kind of thing um so there was you know a whole variety of stuff but I thought to me that sounded like a lot 485 oh really um I need to tell you how many I have then (laughs) well so to find out how many you have you can scroll down to the bottom 
all the bottom of your list on your iPhone and it should tell you the number. Yeah. Um, I only had 317, so I had a look at mine. And then I took 15, I sat aside 15 minutes to go through my contacts. And because I had a whole lot of stuff like my brother-in-law has moved house ages ago, but I still, in his contact details, I still had his previous address. But I knew that I had a message from him with his new address. So this is the kind of crazy stuff that happens in my phone that I never deleted that message because it had his new address. But instead of just updating it in the contacts, I just kept the message (laughs) and his contact details wrong. Anyway, so I updated all of that stuff. I went through and I was flabbergasted. I'm like, okay, I had some of the babysitters numbers that we used to use when we lived in the UK. And we've been back in Australia for four years already. Um, I had people that were friends on Facebook whose kind of contact details had kind of auto updated who I would never in a million years call. There were insurance companies, there were tradies I've previously used. And I, I am ashamed to admit there was even the phone number of someone in there who is now deceased and has been deceased for some time. And I'm like, whoa, like this is a bit grim, people. So it took me a while, but I went through and I really cleaned it up and I, now I feel much better. All right. So I have so three. So hit us back. How many you got? 3,010. What? <laughs> but there is a reason. Three. I know. But okay. 3,010. But <laughs> I do have a reason. Most of those contacts, I, I recognise the names of a large proportion of them. Uh, I don't recognise the names of a lot of them and I will tell you why. And it it's a real, it's an old hangover and this is why I downloaded the Contact Cleanup app. But it's a hangover from back when I had my CRM for a certain CRM for my business and it populated to my contacts. And I've always, I've never refreshed my contacts. I've always just moved them from phone to phone as I've upgraded or changed phones. And so I had a lot of a lot of these are simply just newsletter subscribers that subscribe to my business newsletter in 2009 and I don't even <laughs> send emails anymore. So a lot of them, but I would have to go through individually, go through each of them and try and figure that out and I'm just not prepared to do that because I quite like it when someone rings me and their number comes up on the phone and therefore I know they've called me before. So I know that they are an old client, even if I don't necessarily recognise the name, because I've been doing this for fifteen years. So I definitely forget some people's names, um, and I just like knowing that okay, this person has has been in contact with me before, and it just helps me with the context of the conversation. Um, so I do quite like that. But there are some that I've never had any contact with because they were just newsletter subscribers, and so I would have to go through though to figure out which ones were by just looking in each individual one and seeing like the notes and stuff Uh, and that's just too much work for 3,000 contacts. So um, I've left it. But I did, I had a lot more. I had like 5,000 but um, a lot of them were duplicates because of that CRM issue and uh, so when I went through and got rid of my duplicates recently, it went down to 3,010. I think this is a job for your son to do during the school holidays when he wants to earn some extra money. Yeah, that's a good idea. <laughs> While you're, you know, uh, baking, I don't know if you're going to be baking. I was going to say, what's something else that you can do? Or if you go on a long road trip, put him in the front seat with your phone and go through and he could go, what about this person? Because I've had my kids do that as yeah, well. <laughs> but, I, but even the names, like them- sometimes I don't recognise the names but I still want to keep the contact. Mm. So there's sort of... 
Yeah, it's sort of I, I don't necessarily want to delete them. But, wow, know. I feel really good about my, well, now I'm below 300. Now I'm more like 265. But I don't even mind. I, like I honestly don't mind. It, the only thing that bothered me was all the duplicates so that if I was scrolling through, mm. like if I typed in Kelly, you know, I would get 3,000 Kelly Smiths and they were usually all the same one and then I'd get, you know, 27 other Kellys and each of them had three entries yep. each. So that really annoyed me. Whereas now that I've cleaned that up, if I type in, you know, Kelly, I'll only yep. get like five or six responses um, or, oh, crikey, 30 maybe. <laughs> <laughs> I just did that and I'm like, no, there's a lot more Kellys in my <laughs> a lot more Kellys in my phone than I thought. Um but yeah, but at least there's not as many as there were when I had all the duplicate ones. So that was really yeah. annoying. And cuz the thing is when I think about it, I don't call many people. Honestly, a lot of my clients and stuff we email a lot mm-hmm. and then we do video calls and stuff. Um so I have contacts stored on laptop and that kind of thing. Uh, but in terms of actually picking up my phone to call people, other than people in my immediate family and my close friends, <laughs> most people, I'm like, I don't need your number. I can get you on Facebook or Instagram or email or, you know, one of the other 27 other methods. Mm. Um, but anyway, so, yeah, contacts, take it or leave it. If you're, you know, if you're game, come and tell us how many how many you've got, see if, Beck holds a record, clearly. Tell us if you've got more than her. <laughs> there will be some people with more than me, yeah. Photos is a big one. Um, people have, oh, yeah. I have a lot of photos. People have a lot of photos on their phone. And the thing that I always get scared about is what if you lose your phone? So I take a pretty pragmatic approach to photos so if I take you know if we're out somewhere and like kids go and line up over there I want a picture of you in front of that whatever I might take 10 photos and then I'll have a quick look through either then or you know afterwards at some point and go oh yep those ones you've got your eyes closed the wind's blowing the hair in the face delete delete Mm -hmm. delete and I'll keep like a best best of I'll keep one which was the best of that situation rather than, you know, like I've got friends that will go, oh, there's this photo and they'll sc- scroll through 20 of almost the identical <laughs> photo to find the one that looked good. And it's like, why don't you delete the other 19 because you've got, you know, which one is the good one, get rid of the others. Um, so when you take a burst at some point, mm. usually immediately is the best time to do it if you can. Um, keep the best, get rid of the rest. I'm hopeless at And that. like <laughs> don't forget to back them up to the cloud or to your desktop or a hard drive or something else so that you don't have every precious memory of your your child, yep. <laughs> your child's last five years stored on your phone and that's the only record of it other than the ones that you put on Facebook. Yeah. Yeah. Backing up is really important um, if, if, if your photos are important to you and, and if you don't take them sort of with any other devices. Because yeah, if you lose them, you lose them. And I, I wouldn't. I personally don't trust Apple's cloud. Like I don't trust the iCloud. Mm-hmm. I had problems with it in the past, and so I actually physically download them to my computer. I don't trust mm-hmm. the cloud yeah. at all. So uh, I always download them straight to the computer, and then I know that they're there. So the question is, though, after you download them, do you remove them from your phone, or do you keep them on your phone? I remove them from my phone. I just don't have. Whoa. I don't have enough space. I, I'm I'm one of those 
tight asses. Because you've got 3,000 contacts. (laughs) They don't take up much space. But I'm one of those tight asses who buys like the lowest storage phone. Because I'm like, I'm not paying for 128 gigs. So I buy like the 32 or the 64 or whatever the little smallest one is. So I actually run out of space on my phone frequently. So I definitely yeah. delete. Uh, so then I go in and I just do a bulk transfer onto my computer and then I delete the ones that I that I transferred yeah. and saved, yeah. Um, when someone sends you an image that you want to keep, try and save it into your photos uh, rather than keeping it stored in an email or a message because if you're anything like me, it takes you forever to try and figure out who sent it, when they sent it, and dig it out. Mm. Like I'll think, oh, they sent us a picture of that, of their new front yard or whatever, you know, and then I think, oh, when, who's, which group? Did, was it on Messenger? Was it? Yeah. Did they send me an email? And then I'll dig it out. I'm like, why don't I just, if I know I'm going to show someone the photo, save the photo, delete the message. Um and the other thing is check your settings because I know like I have a WhatsApp group with um, some of our good friends that live in Italy and every photo they send me in our messaging, like they were just in Paris on the weekend and sent us like a burst of photos from Paris. Brilliant. Love to see them. But they all automatically download <laughs> to my photos ah. and then so I'll scroll back through my photos and I'm like I've got, you know, <laughs> 20 that? photos of my friends in Paris, which are lovely, but I don't actually need them in my saved photos so I have to go in and check that why WhatsApp is automatically downloading those all the photos that they send to um, my photo stream so um, I'm sure there's other apps that do the same thing so check that as well if you want to save space or reduce numbers yep good tip now messages Um, how long do you keep your messages for Beck uh well until my phone deletes them I think like I'm again. I'm a little bit of a message. I'm a bit of a digital hoarder, really. Like I do tend to keep everything. So I'm looking back, and my oldest text message is 2015. <laughs> <laughs> oh, this is why I can't keep many photos That's on so my funny. phone. <laughs> <laughs> oh dear. Yep. So yeah, and most of them are um, client ones. And so I I think what the problem is, anyone that doesn't know Beck and I well. Uh, we talk a lot in GIFs <laughs> so we can have a whole conversation just sending GIFs back and forward and that's kind of how we communicate, which is, you know, which is great. But those images or like mini, I'm going to call them mini movies because I don't know what uh, else to call yeah. them, they take up space. They do. Um, and can if you have multiple messages saved and the whole thread saved and all the GIFs and all the images, you know, all sitting in your inbox or your message um, app, that can really clog up your phone. So um, you can change the settings. So I've, I changed mine a while back to delete any message thread uh, after 30 days. But you can set it to delete after a year or whatever. Mm. So um, the people that that message thread, you know, once it gets older than 30 days, it just goes out of my my inbox uh, or out of my messages and that keeps it a lot lower. My husband, bless him, has no messages, none. He replies and then, and then he deletes. Yeah, see, like, I've had I've had It's empty. With- I'm like, how- but how does he, <laughs> I don't know how he copes with that. And it's mixed the same. Like I, he's, he said to me before, can you resend that thing you sent me or can you just, what was that thing that such and such said? And I'm like, dude, just keep your messages. 
Like even just keep them for a week so you don't have to keep coming to me and asking me what happened or have me re-forward the message again because it drives me nuts yeah. when he doesn't, he can't look back on his old messages and mm. he says he doesn't need to. And, yeah, so I don't, he keeps some of them, like he's getting a little bit better at it but he's on, yeah, he would do the same and I'm, and it's really annoying for me because I then have to come in and save him. But And I'm the opposite, of course, I keep everything. So we you know, mm. sort of we're not quite the same in that one, but I find them really handy to look back on old messages. And there's been times where someone's asked me a question, and I've gone into messages and I've searched for like a word or a name or something, and I'll see a message from you know 2016. I'll be like, oh yeah, here it is, <laughs> and it'll be discussions with clients <laughs> or friends or whatever. And I just find them really handy. Mm-hmm. And uh, my phone does, I do go through and delete the attachments from them though um, after mm-hmm. a certain amount of time. So all my old ones won't have photos and GIFs and stuff in them. They'll just be the text parts. Uh, but for the most part, um, I keep everything. It's handy. Yeah, look, it's, I, since I changed my setting to delete them after 30 days, it's made me change the way I look at my messages so now if there's an image in there that I think I might want to refer back to or whatever I will save Mm. the image Uh, the other thing is if there's a portion of the conversation that I feel like I need for uh, future reference or I was going to say evidence (laughs) I don't know if that sounds really sinister but you know what I mean like if it's you know if I may be um, uh, disputing something with someone I don't know what I dispute anyway if there's something if there's something that I think oh I might want to look back on that sometimes I'll just take a screenshot save the screenshot Mm. in my photos and then delete the message um so it's kind of changed the way I look at it but yeah I try I still have plenty of messages in there because it's basically anything that's happened in the last month but nowhere near what it used to be um so next notifications Beck. Uh. Do you have any enabled no. or? Well, yes, I do, but they don't, they only come up on my lock screen. So they don't sort of make a sound. Mm-hmm. They just sort of come up and it's just messages and my mm-hmm. calendar and my email. I don't have mm-hmm. Facebook Messenger notifications on. So if anyone wants me urgently, they have to text me uh, or email me because I try and keep as much stuff turned off as possible. And I always have, I have no sound. I always have my phone on silent. Uh, so I'm not distracted by dings either. Mm. Oh, that's a good, that's a good tip. Yeah. I think notifications can be a really bad one because mm. you look at your phone for something else or you glance it. Like I have my phone on silent while I'm working at my desk, but then I can see the light <laughs> pop up and then I'm like, ooh, what's that email about? And it's like I have my emails turned off on my desktop so I don't get distracted, but then I will yeah, still same. get distracted by my phone telling me I've got a new email. So it's I like, turn my phone face um, down So when I'm with a client because mm-hmm. um, my phone will often ring three or four times during a client session uh, and it, mm-hmm. even though it's on silent, it also sort of vibrate. But if I turn it over, um, it's not. It's just not as distracting for the two of us then. Um, it just sort of, or it stays in my handbag and just vibrates away in there. I don't have my phone in my room when I go to bed, but I know a lot of people use their phones as their mm. alarm clocks and stuff. So for people that get woken or distracted or are seeing notifications or notice the light change during the night because um, notifications coming up, just put do not disturb on yeah. your phone and you can 
set those um, like the bedtime, there's a bedtime function in the um, clock app on iPhones where you can set your bedtime. So for me, from 10 o'clock, I don't get any notifications, even calls, anything mm. like that until 7 o'clock the next yeah, morning. Yeah, so if it's an I'm emergency, the same, between ten and seven, someone has to call yeah, Ryan. Yeah. <laughs> um, we have all our phones outside the bedroom, so yeah, in an emergency, people probably just won't be able to contact us. But uh, I think with Do Not Disturb, you can do a setting so that people in your favourites contact list can get through. So that could work for mm-hmm. you as well. But yeah, my Do Not Disturb is set from ten pm to seven am as well. As far as music goes, music is another thing that can take up heaps of space on your phone. Mm. Uh, but with the streaming services that you've got now and, you know, Spotify, which you can have the free version and you have ads every half an hour or whatever it is, or you can pay a bit more for an ad-free version, there's so much musical available online mm. that unless you don't have access to data, um if you've got no Wi-Fi or whatever, like, Mm. you know, you live outside of the current range or whatever it is, you probably don't need to download heaps of songs and use up, you know, heaps of your storage Um, or just keep your favourite ones on a playlist rather than, you know, every song you've ever purchased. So um, because you can, it's that same thing, you can keep them in the cloud and re-download them if you need yeah. them again, even once you've purchased them. You just don't have to keep yeah. them all there. Yeah, or you can keep them on your computer if you haven't purchased them and you've ripped them from your own CDs or instead. Just keep them on your computer or on a drive mm. um, and just occasionally update your phone. Mm. Very good. Uh, books. Do you have books on your phone? No. It's too small to read books. I have a, like I don't have one of the giant phones, so I don't have any books on my phone, but uh, I'm, People, some people definitely do. Mm. Do you have any? Uh, oh, you've no. got audio books on I your phone. I have audio books, yeah. I don't do, yeah. I can't read books <laughs> on a device. I don't <laughs> even have a Kindle. Do they take up a lot of space, the audio books? Uh, I don't know because I listen to them and then I delete them. So, yeah. I don't, I'm, you know, I'm having a look. Because um, if you're borrowing them, they just delete by themselves, don't they? Uh, yeah, I'm guessing after. But if you buy them, then they stick around. Is it the same as songs and they stay yep. in the cloud and you can st- take them off your stay device? There. Yeah. I can't okay. figure out how big this I don't do audiobooks. Uh, if I had audio, if I listened to audiobooks, I would never get any of my podcasts listened to. <laughs> oh, that's one that that's something that takes up space on my phone, podcasts. Uh yes. I have a list of a, a loads of podcasts that I thought I might want to listen to, but um haven't or don't so there's quite a few in there a lot of the time that I just go in and, and just delete because I'm like no nah, there's no way I'm gonna have time to listen to those and if I do want to I can always find them again later they don't have to be on my phone for me to find them again mm. Outfitted with a table. sorry <laughs> did you hear that you have to cut that out <laughs> yeah. that was me trying to figure out the size of the book and I accidentally played it did you see how much space it takes up? No, I can't figure out how much space. But the one that I'm reading because you wanted me to read so that we can do a um, review of it next year, The oh, Power yes. of Habit, yes. is about ten and a half hours <laughs> of wow. audio. So I imagine it'll be pretty sizable, but um, it would no, be, I can't it? actually yeah. see. Yeah, it's uh, 
it's a long book, but yes, I haven't. I can't actually find a, a, a you know, total file size anywhere. I'm sure if I looked a bit deeper, but um, mm. so I guess with lots of those things, music, books, uh, podcasts, other than this one. Um, if you're not accessing them anymore, just delete them from your phone because it's all about like everything, you know, and people that will have decluttered physically in their homes understand how much nicer it is to be in an uncluttered environment and it's just like your mind rests easier um, and you're less overwhelmed. And I feel like your phone can be quite similar. If you feel like it's a nice space to be in and you're like not madly searching for things or, you know, continuously running out of space and so having to delete more stuff you know it's a nicer place to hang out Mm. so just you know be intentional put things on there that you use and you love and then when you stop using them or stop loving them remove them from there and use that search function like if you're putting things in folders and trying to neaten it up a bit like you said Beck use that search function because it's so much quicker than than scrolling and searching Mm. that way for sure Yep. And also just relax a bit and understand that most of the things that you will will delete off your phone, you could get back again anyway. So, you know, like books and music and photos, they're, as long as they're available somewhere else, you get rid of as many off your phone as possible. So if you've got any tips for us or that you would like to share about how you keep your phone uncluttered, we would love to hear them. Come and share them with us in our Facebook community. Um, We might even have some confession time there about how many apps, how many contacts you have and see if we can find someone to beat Beck and her record (laughs) of 3,000 contacts. Thanks for joining us and we'll see you again next week. Thanks for joining us. We'd love it if you'd leave a review or tell all your friends about us so that they too can be uncluttered. If you'd like to connect with us, you can find us at beuncluttered.com.au or on social media or on our own websites at clearspace.net.au and basklifecoaching.com.